You're listening to the Cute Girls Club podcast, a safe space for women to talk about sex, love, money, and relationships. Here at the Cute Girls Club, we laugh, love, and liberate each other. Cuties, buckle up, and let's have some fun on today's episode. Welcome to the Cute Girls Club, and I'm your host, Ja. So let's jump right on in. Uh, yes, give me five stars. Follow me on social media. Um, the Cute Girls Club all across. Um, let's jump right on in. Does he know your worth and value? Listen to me. A lot of y'all out here, my cuties, y'all wasting time. Let me tell you something about time. You can never get it back. It's the only thing that's not waiting on, it's not waiting on you. You can't go back and get yesterday. So let me explain something to you. If you're dealing with someone who does not see your worth and value not only are you wasting your time you're wasting theirs you all are wasting time and let me tell you something i'm not just telling you this because i don't know i'm telling you this from experience okay let me just tell you a little bit about me i spent 12 years in a relationship with somebody who had no real intentions for me. No intentions of marriage, no intentions of building a future, no intentions of a family, no intentions of any thing but I have to own responsibility for a, quite a bit of it I ask a lot of questions and this I will give him credit <clears throat> he was honest a lot of times yes he would be honest with me a lot of the times um, and he also was smooth enough to, you know, where a lot of the things that if, if I dated him now, well, I wouldn't date him now because of the fact that I look for, you know, did he have a lot of good character things? Yeah. He was, was he nice? Yes. Was he easy to get along with? Yes all of those things he was all of those things which is a good thing and i think that's the reason why we was able to do the 12 years because we was actually friends and we were able to get along with one another but that's what it should have been just friends eliminated the sex which i think would have probably ran him away because we had great sex and of course i mean we had 12 years of practice i mean if you can't have sex and good, great sex in 12 years, somebody is sexually slow. But anyway, that's another topic. 
<clears throat> so I know what I'm telling you about wasting time. And this is the thing. Some of y'all are in marriages where you're wasting time. If you the one carrying the bulk of the load, whether it's emotional, whether it's spiritual, whether it's, and, and people like spiritual, yes, you the only one praying for the relationship? I know I'm talking to somebody. He ain't got on his knees not one time and prayed for you. He ain't sat there on that bed while you were sleeping and prayed not one time for you. He ain't made no prayer closet or he ain't been in that bathroom praying for you. Praying for you to get your heart's desires. Praying for y'all to build that business together. Praying that he resolve his communication issues. Because a lot of y'all over here with somebody who have communication issues because they sit there like a little boy. When you ask him a question, he sit there and be quiet like you his mama. Some of y'all is these men's mamas. I've done that too. I married somebody. They, they, they mama. They came from their mama to mine. So I went from mama to mama. I had to tell him everything to do. By the time that that was over, I was so exhausted. People like, well, what, what, are you sad about being divorced? Mm -mm. No, it's the happiest day of my life. I got a divorce picture. Everybody be crying, laughing. Because they be like, Lord, you were smiling harder than it, 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 the divorce picture at the wedding. I said, yeah, because I didn't woke up and I got good sense. And I knew that I was getting rid of the best thing in my life. Wasting my time and my effort. Listen to me. When somebody is does it spiritually, emotionally, because it's a lot of people too. You, a lot of y'all over here with people that's emotionally bankrupt. Some people who didn't opted out of love, they just opted into sex. So they using your body for the sex, but they been opted out of love because they so hurt and broken. So you can't get mad when somebody is not seeing your value and your worth. You got to say, does this man see not only the good things in me, the good things that don't benefit him? See, anybody can act like they so in love when you and benefiting them. They driving your car, they dropping you off. Ain't nothing more in love like a man who ain't got shit. He benefiting from your house. He benefiting from your car. He benefiting at your refrigerator. Some of y'all giving folks, giving men stipends and allowances and putting money in their pocket. You handing them money. You a full-on man with a vagina. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to somebody. I know I am. So when somebody does not show your... They don't see and act on your value and worth. And let me tell you what I'm saying about that. I have somebody 
that I have adored probably since about 2015. But he won't hunt. Now, if you stand there and ask him, oh, I love Ja so much. She's so sweet. She's so beautiful. She's so this. She's so that. I just love her so much. She means so much to me. Blah, 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 blah. Because that's pretty much what it is. Oh, she's so kind. She's so smart. But he's looking at me probably like, because them compliments and them I love you's will not open the gates to my vagina. And after all these years, he still has not figured out that it's nothing that he can say to get me to open the gates to my vagina. Nothing. There is nothing. It's only his actions, consistent actions that can open that door for him. But he's also still young. He's in this, he's used to the low hanging fruit. And baby, let me tell you something. I'm in Atlanta. It's a bunch of low hanging fruit. It is when I say it's whore apples all over the ground. He don't have to hunt. Cause he is handsome. He makes good money. He owns his own place. He owns a nice car. He takes care of his children. Just, I mean, I mean, he has on paper. I did definitely check out the previous episode about um, <clears throat> who are you sleeping with. It was based on this movie I saw about um, looks good on paper. But um, so he looks good on paper. But I've put, I've put my position out. I've made myself clear. This is what I want and desire. And I'm unwavering. See, a lot of y'all, too, are sit up there. And, and let me tell you something. He even told me I, I act like it's, it's easy to resist him. He is everything I love in a man physically. Trim, complexion. Everything about him, smile, smart. Honey, smart gets me all the time. But until he is clear on his own value and worth, till he's clear that he ain't supposed to give himself to everybody and anybody, See, a dick don't have a dick and vaginas, they stupid. They don't know how to pick nothing. But too many of us are letting our sexual organs lead the way. But until he is able to not only see my value and see my worth. All them I love yous, I don't care nothing about that. Fuck, I love you. That's that's what I say about them I love yous. Fuck all of that. Because you know what? Until I can get 
consistency in all areas. Consi you consistently understanding. You consistently put effort into the day-to-day -to, -day to making a relationship work. You consistently give. You consistently sacrifice because true love is about sacrifice. It's going to be some days you don't feel like holding somebody's hand. But you don't know what kind of day they had. You don't know if they had been disrespected. You don't know if uh, the day is a day that they missing a loved one. You don't know if today is the day that something is wrong. And just holding your hand might make it okay. Or make it just go make it just a little bit more palatable. Consistent support. Consistently giving. And it's not about material giving. Giving of the inside of you. But a lot of people want love, but they don't want to do the work. A lot of times people don't understand. And I used to get, I used to look at my mama when I was in my 20s. When she would say, oh, I would rather have a good understanding than love any day. And I was like, what is she talking about? But it makes all the sense in the world now. Because all them I love you and puppy dogs and hearts and da 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 And that look, the feeling and da 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 All of that stuff is doesn't. When you get on the ground. Yeah, like a lot of people be like, oh, honey, don't make me have to go to war and da, da 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 But when you get out on that battlefield and them bombs dropping and you, you dodging them bullets, it's different. It hit a lot different from when you're talking about it. Same thing with love. Anybody can holler out they love you. I say that too. I say that to my friends all the time. They be like, well, if somebody having a hard time, y'all don't mean to have to disturb you and blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you something. I tell my friends that anybody can be your friend when you're doing fine. That's the easiest friendship. Who was in the trenches with you? Who was there when everything was falling apart? That's, that's the friend. That's the ace. And shout out to the aces. Tanya, Shantae, Renee, Anastasia, and then of course all my, my brothers and all of that good stuff. Love y'all too. But but the, to the girls, Nasha, Sherelle, them the girls, they come through. I can get off of this phone right now. Kena, I can get on this phone right now and call any of these names that I done called out. If I'm sick, I got folk who will come from other states. If I say, I need you, Sean, I could call her and say, I need you to come to Atlanta. I don't feel good. She'll be on a plane. Nasha, you're on a plane. Sherelle, they will be on a plane. So what I'm saying is, is, is that 
Choose somebody that sees your worth. Also, choose a man. Let me tell you something. I, it, I, at my age, ain't nobody coming up in here talking about they want to be my boyfriend. We laying the foundation of a commitment of a marriage or however you want to do it. Because everybody know, if you've been listening to my channel a lot, you know I'm not a big proponent of marriage right now. Because people have made a mockery of marriage. So I will be having a commitment ceremony where we literally set out all of the dynamics of everything. We will not be sitting around here talking about no dumb ass to have and to hold and sickness and health and for richer or for poor. All of that shit is unrealistic. Especially in the in climate of the internet when there is women out here literally hunting your husband. Every time you're laying down, he's literally has somebody hunting him, can have him hunting him in, in the phone. And especially if you have a handsome husband. When you get a handsome husband, he definitely, and, and I don't mean no harm. I'm, I might need to retract that because I'm so mad at y'all women because y'all set up in here then gave ugly men the uh, right to, to, um, to vote. Yeah, that's what I said. They literally out here, y'all have empowered men Men who was ugly was all back in the day. Them men knew they had to work hard and they had to have some money to put in that woman's hand. Because wasn't nobody kicking no dough down for you. Now, y'all over here being played by. I can't say nothing. I didn't, I didn't dealt with, some butter bean, with a butter bean, made a butter bean exception. And it ended up being some nonsense. So I am back to my old self. If you is not somebody to give me that twinkle. You gonna have to be my friend. Cause I will not be cheated on and lied to and mistreated. By no butter beans again. So you live and learn. I'm saying this to y'all, not because I'm better than nobody, because I'm not. I done made the same mistakes. I'm just up here trying to hopefully help circumvent some of the nonsense for cuties that's coming up. And it's some old, it's some old folks who can learn some new tricks. Is some old folk who can learn some new tricks. And this is the thing. Unless you do not date men, because you know I love all our cuties. You know, if you don't, if you uh date women, this statement ain't this ain't about you. But if you are a heterosexual woman, stop being out here in the street talking about I don't need no man. I got my own house. I got my own car. I make my own money. Whatever, whatever. You up in here about 
stop doing your own city girl shout out to the city girls we love them too you know even though some of the messages is sketchy however um but we do need a man you need the con you need you need a man see the ones when you writing off men you're not writing off men you're writing off boys that's what you're writing off because you've been dealing with boys and let me tell you something boys are boys they are they they're looking for constructs that look similar to the same construct that they mama gave them just with sex as an added bonus okay i'll say it again boys are looking for constructs that look similar to their mama which means they don't have to be responsible for nothing which means they don't have to do anything which means they have to make no effort they don't have to do any of that all they have to do is show up with a dick and make very little effort do very little and be treated like they everything doting over them and all of that nonsense but see a man somebody had to teach him principles of manhood he got he he know it takes effort he got to make sure See, this is the thing that I got a problem with, too. As children, women, you we're being taught, actually forced, the what they consider the principles of womanhood. We forced when we little. They put a baby doll in your hand. So they already trying to, they already trying to condition your mind to pregnancy. And then we wonder why we got an epidemic of teen pregnancy. But you didn't you didn't literally. You done put a baby in a in in the six year old hand. What message are you sending to them? When you put that baby in their hand, you're not telling them how much that you're not charging them for the formula every time, and charging them for the diapers, charging them for them to live up under the roof, charging them for uh to go to the doctor, charging them for the birth, charging them for that. Let me tell you something. If we was to realistically let girls know what holding that baby at six years old really meant, oh, that'll cut down on some teen pregnancy. Because, hell, they can't afford the baby doll, let alone the real baby. We be, they be, y'all, they give us vacuum cleaners. They give us stoves and, and pots and shit. So we literally being taught, we really being socialized the principles of what they consider womanhood. We, we being taught to clean up. They waking your ass up Saturday morning. You're cleaning the whole house, toilets, and da-da-da-da. My mama thought I was crazy. When she was trying to get me to do it, I said, listen, Betty. Uh-uh, honey. When I grow up, I'm going to have a staff. I don't even know why you're trying to make me do all this cooking and cleaning and all of this. This, this is, you know, this is outside of my scope. And she would literally get so tickled 
And when I bought my first house and she came over there and she brought my aunts, my aunt and my uncles over there with her. And I had a maid in there cleaning up. I had a man out there in the yard uh, cutting the grass. I had a driver. And my mom was like, oh, my God. Yes. And live your dreams. I, and I'm going to tell you, like, I'm going to tell you cute as like I tell my child. Let me tell you something. You rather live your dream for one minute than to never not live it at all. I would rather lose everything than to never have gained anything. And I don't know, I don't know who, do I need to say that again? I would rather lose everything than to never have gained anything. So I say that to say, when you, y'all you, need to say, I don't want a boy. You want a man. And that's another thing too, ladies, if you have sons, Cause we women, I hear that all the time with women. Oh, my mama babied my brother, but she was so hard on me. Stop raising daughters and babying sons. Raise everybody. But that's. But when we little, you putting baby dolls, you putting stoves and, and pots and pans and vacuum cleaners and cleaning. But then you will put a truck and a horse and a. Uh, and a and a toy a, a, a race car or in in a boy's hand nothing that is responsible and y'all wait late he should be cutting lawns and not starting at no 15 16 years old he should been had a lawn business that's been that's been going on since he was 12, 13 years old. And let me tell you something. If you can talk back, you can start your own business. And I don't care what kind it is. You need to learn how to paint. You need to pressure wash or whatever, whatever. And invest in your kids. It makes no sense that they sitting around here. If you not writing code for video games, you don't need to be sitting your ass down there talking about I'm playing this and I'm playing that. When, no, it don't make you no money. If it don't bear you no fruit, then never mind. You, If you ain't creating NFTs or you not doing something that's going to make some money, don't be sitting around here up in my house taking up good ass space in a dirty room Cause that's another thing you'll make a girl clean her room but you'll make excuses for a boy oh boy it's just a, just dirty no or oh, i pick up his room because he don't clean up right all you sending him signals is is that a woman is supposed to serve him relationships is about service everybody is supposed to be serving making sure everybody is okay not this nonsense we got going on. We got nonsense going on. And that's all I'm saying is don't be hollering out again. If you're a heterosexual woman, I don't need no man. Because yes, you do. But you, the reason why you say that is because you've encountered and have accepted and has given too many little boys a chance at your heart. 
Let me tell you something. As soon as somebody does not exemplify manhood behavior to the door. And let me tell you something. It don't take long. The first time you pay for something. The first time you gotta, you get out of a car, you got to open doors. Sir, I like a gentleman. Is that you? I don't be opening more doors. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for that heads up. And don't say not one word after you get off that date. You put that bastard in call block and you do not deal with him again. Or if you one of them women who got to have the last word, send him a text. Please don't call me anymore. I prefer a man who is a gentleman and who knows how to treat a lady. I conducted myself like a lady. You conducted yourself like a little boy. Uninterested. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. But I always think that the saying nothing is a lot effective because they can't stand to be ignored. Because they mamas got them thinking that they so much. I love my son, but I call him out on his shit. And so all I'm saying is, choose a, stop saying you don't need a man. You need a man. It's the little boy that you got a problem with. It's the little boy you can't stand. It's the little boy you don't want no part of. So, cuties, I just want you to just be mindful. You know, and stop, and please stop dating the first person you see. Stop trying to be exclusive with the one man. And I know sometimes it feel like it's hard to get a man or multiple men or whatever, whatever. It's really not. You know, and be, be transparent. I am dating is what I'm doing right now. I am dating. I, I am clear. I'm specifically clear on what is going to be the best person for me. And I'm looking for someone who exemplifies who possess those characteristics. Point blank, period. And that's how that, that that's how that works. And so be be transparent. If you dating multiple people. Be transparent and say why. And I encourage you to do the same. If I am not what you desire, it is okay for you to pass on me. Because you would rather somebody pass on you than to hurt and destroy you because they little boys and they don't know what they want. You giving little boys a shot at hurting you. Stop doing that. It's not okay. It doesn't benefit you in no way. It damn sure don't make you no money. Cuties, I'm going to take a break and I'll be right back. Hi, cuties. Welcome back. So, um, let's go get back into the, does he know your worth and your value? 
And the answer to this in a lot of cases is no. And a lot of that is, is because we're too, a lot of times because of fear of being alone, fear of rejection, fear of loss and losing, we would rather allow a person to emotionally, spiritually, and sexually run rampant in our life than to set some boundaries that would eliminate hurt. And I know somebody don't want to really hear this, but certain boundaries protect you. You, It's imperative that you treat me like a lady. It's imperative that you not call me outside of my name. It's imperative that you don't put your hands on me. It's imperative that you spend time with me. It's imperative that you want to know that we can listen to each other. It's imperative that the relationship is not to be one-sided. Because a lot of y'all are doing a whole lot of work in these relationships, lady. And you're tired and you're mean and you're irritable and you're ornery. Then you come up on the job or you come up to the this or you come up to the that and now your disposition is poor and it's toe up all because you got a fool at home or somebody that you dating or married to that you have set no boundaries and let me tell you something you can't change the game in the ninth inning if you got somebody in your realm that don't value you baby I'm gonna tell you this is a horrible thing to say and I can't tell nobody to divorce their husband or leave their man. But I can tell you this. If you think that somebody, if you have been a, a doormat, if you have been a punching bag, whether it is uh, uh, literally or figuratively, because see, a lot of us are spiritual pun punching bag, been a spiritual punching bag. You've been an emotional punching bag. Because he don't know where he's supposed to be. He confused. He a little boy. He don't know what to do. So he lashing out at you like he an old blind dog trying to bite everybody. Let me tell you something. You cannot continue on like that and have a healthy life. And do you think you're going to have longevity and stuff like that? That's just not how it works. You ain't going to be able to let nobody just beat you to death. And then you're going to be just fine and perky and happy. A lot of y'all, if y'all look at the root cause of your unhappiness, I bet you nine times out of ten, it's some no good somebody that you have allowed in your, in your, in your life, in your space. And let me tell you something. This is a hard one too. If you've been with somebody, this person, just say you married your husband or you date started dating because it's a lot of people that do long-term shacking and all of that. I'm not a proponent of it, but if that's your shit, that's your shit. Um, say you started in 20 and you look up and now you 40. It is not a crime to look up and realize that the person that they've grown into or the person you've grown into is no longer that person that you were when you was 20 
or the or and a lot of times let me tell you something y'all ladies we you didn't grew you look up and you 40 and you don't move you don't act like you don't have your you got a different career your money is different your mindset is different everything about you is different from when you was 20 and he's still sitting there playing games like he 20 years old. And he 40. He got gray in his beard, his pubic hairs and armpits. And he's still acting like a little boy. It is okay for you to get up and say, I don't like this person anymore. Maybe we need to be friends. We need to co-parent for these kids. If there's some kids in the middle of this stuff. But we need to part ways. Because... A lot of y'all giving y'all best years to somebody that you really don't even like. You love them, but you don't even like them. And when you pick up your journal, it, shouldn't, it don't have to always be about manifestation and what you got going. It also is about release. Releasing and putting your feelings in perspective and saying things that you might not necessarily say out loud. It's okay for you to write down that I don't like him. I don't like him at all. When I look at him, 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 like, like my little, like my little God baby used to say when she was a little girl. Him not, him not like, him not nice. Him make me sick. I don't like him. It's okay for you to wake up and realize. Let me tell you something. They do it all the time. If they wake up and see something that they don't like anymore, they will get up and they will leave you like there's nobody been. I won't even have a problem with it. And let me tell you something. Because he want to keep the peace, he may not say nothing. A lot of y'all who been in these relationships as long, 15, 20 years, these folks is tolerating you and they is keeping the peace because you may have assets together. They don't want to split it. They don't want to... Y'all, I'm sorry. They don't want to lose. So they'll tolerate you even though they don't like you, period. Or if you the breadwinner and you got them in a comfortable situation, Cause let me tell you something, it's a lot of men out here that's gold diggers, asset diggers, asset users. They be using the hell out y'all assets out here. Hobosexuals down. And let me tell you, some of y'all got some borderline hobosexuals. Well, he got a job. Let me tell you something. I was married to a whole soul hobosexual. He had a job, but he made no damn money. Not in comparison to mine. And when I went to that therapy, I'm going to give y'all some of this here free. She told me flat out, she said, never, ever again date a man who is outside of your pay grade. 
ever again is what she said to me and I was like huh I said could you expound you know cuz you know I don't like I don't like no confusion I like clarity that woman looked me dead in my face and said if you make a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year and he make 30 that's somebody that's way outside your pay grade she said that's what you're dealing with now because I hear you talk about how he was nice, he's kind, he's loving, he does this, he does that, he's endearing. But he also is insecure. He don't know how to be a man. He's not have, ever had to provide for a whole household. And that was my fault. I own it. Unless y'all both starting out with no life experience together. That's the only time I say that I would say that that right there made sense. But if you a woman and you established, you need to choose a man that is the same. And she told me, she said, that disproportion causes insecurity in a man. And she said, and I don't care which ones, I don't care how much they try to say, um, um, a man don't have a problem with a woman who makes more money than him. And I would go a step further and say, yeah, that, that's probably true. But a man who makes, a woman who makes almost all the money, that is a problem for him. Because it also puts him in a little boy position. You see men leveraging their money? When You see them women having to do whatever them men say? Because he got millions of dollars to her none. That's why I tell y'all women, if you if you stumble up, let me say, your, your, your vagina trip up over a millionaire, an NBA player, or this or that, or whatever, whatever. When he up in terms, you want me to buy you a Birkin and da-da-da-da? No, buy me an NFT. Buy me some Tesla stocks. Buy me an Amazon stock. Don't buy. Don't let nobody buy you no superficial nonsense. Don't. I, I, you want me to buy you a new booty? No, I'm gonna take this flat one straight on to the bank. You take them little fourth grade titties to the bank. Oh, but the money you was gonna give me for um for um breast breast uh, augmentation or uh, uh, BBL, I can use that money to um, invest in this, 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 buy this instead. And this how you get it. Baby, we don't need, you don't throw that money away. Instead, give me this and then also give me this and I'm going to invest this for you and then I'm going to invest this for me. I would rather invest in our future than invest in sur surface stuff. Let me tell you something. That man will open his wallet up because everybody is about them. So instead of augmenting your body and da-da-da-da, get that money from him, build up your wealth, and if he decides he don't want you no more, that's fine. Because you left better than you came. 
If he got all that money, you living at his house for free, you be you take that seed money, you build your own brand or whatever, whatever of some kind of business, blah 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 blah. That time that he away, you take that time for self-development, to learn a skill, to be able to flip that money, to get up on the skillshare or wherever and make your money. Don't be sitting around there being stupid and dizzy buying superficial things. Oh, he bought me some uh, Christian Louis Vuitton. What? Do you know you can start a whole business? What you can, uh, with how much you pay for that one pair of shoes that you ain't gonna even hardly wear? That's gonna probably hurt your feet. Make it make sense. Tell him to get you some assets, and you will buy stuff off of the proceeds of the assets. Buy income producing assets and then live off of the profits of the income producing assets. Don't sit up there and buy all this nonsense that serves you absolutely no purpose. And if you a dancer, a stripper, or any of that, listen to me, girl. You're going to be tired of whipping it up and down them poles. And be using that pole money to invest. Buy yourself stocks. Buy yourself NFTs. Buy yourself ETFs. Put your money in the 500 S&P. Open up your... Get your money to make you more money. And you ain't got to open up a boutique or this or that or whatever, whatever. You can, it, it's, the possibilities are endless. Make it make sense. That's what you do, sugar. You make it make sense. And this is the thing. I'm going to close it with this. He can't see your worth and value if you don't. I'm shouting at somebody church. He can't see your value and worth if you don't. Because a lot of times you're selling yourself short because you don't even think you deserve better. Or you don't even know what you want. And it's hard, but maybe abstaining from, from dating and sex until you can figure out solidly what is it that you do want. Because that's also maybe a reason why, too, we be accepting nonsense. You accepting a lot of nonsense because of the simple fact is, is that you don't know what you want. You don't know what that good man look like. You don't know what that 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 person that is your person that good fit because you don't know what you desire or deserve or want or what you don't know what's best for you so that's all i'm saying
go ahead on, do the work. But that's why a lot of times we don't want to do it. Because it is work. The self-discovery is work. So cuties, just hopefully you got some value out of this episode. I wish you nothing but goodness and the best. I thank you so very much for listening. And you have an amazing week. Bye. Hey cuties, this is y'all. I'm going to jump right back in here. I know I closed it out, but I wanted to jump back in because when I was actually doing the show notes, I kind of feel like I didn't cover everything. So let me just jump in with a little bit of stuff that I said. I want to just kind of go over, maybe clarify or whatever, whatever. Um, I think I did touch on multiple dating. That does not mean you have to be sleeping with everybody. But let me explain something to you. Okay, let's just say you want to get your house painted or you want to get remodel your bathroom or your kitchen. Are you going to go with the first person who gave you an estimate? No. You're going to get three or four contractors to come up in there and they tell you how much they're going to charge to rip out the bathroom, change it to this estimation of the cost for materials, estimation of the cost of labor, timeline, and all of those things. And you're going to get that from three people and then you're going to weigh out all of the options. It's no different with dating. Men do it all the time. The only difference is they'll probably screw every all the four or five women that they have on the line. Usually women, we don't work operate like that where you can just sleep with every Tom, Dick, and Harpo and it don't matter. You you can do that and you don't you have no feelings. So you don't have to sleep with all of these people, but you would take more time and pain to getting an estimate for your to paint your house or to remodel your bathroom or or whatever the case may be than you would take to pick somebody to give your heart to and spend your life with. Mm make it make sense to me so it's okay for you to date several men until you see the person that you want and that's why it is important for you to get clarity on what it is that you want and let me tell you something be specific Cause I did that, made the mistake and said I wanted a husband and I got one and it was a doozy. So please don't put it out there that general. Talking about you just want a husband. Cause uh, you'll end up with one. And he might be everything you hated a man cause you weren't specific. His dick was trash. He broke. He's a liar. He's a Decepticon. He's a cheater. He's, he's, uh, um, cause a lot of y'all bringing, uh, sexual predators and pedophiles and stuff up in, into your home over your kids. All because you was hollering out, I want a husband. 
someone who I can trust when my back is turned. You hear me say that all the time. Because the reason why that's important, and especially if you're a person who's busy, we work eight hours. We be in traffic for two hours. We do not have time to police nobody's penis. So somebody who understands the, pres the principles of manhood, you gotta, you need to know how to control your emotions and control your dick. Because your emotions and your dick will make decisions that can devastate your wife, your home, and your family. And it actually should be moved up to rule number one on the principles of manhood. And ladies, if you having sons, those are the things you need to be talking to them about. And because a lot of times they may not think that you know what's going on, if you have a brother or an uncle or a grandfather, say that to him and have him convey it to your child. Somebody that they look up to. Not no uncle or no, no man you shacked up with or no whatever, whatever. Not somebody that they have seen disrespect or hurt you. Because it's hard for a child to up, look up to somebody that they look down to. I don't know that they, that resonated with somebody. If you in a household and you letting a man verbally, physically, emotionally abuse you, your child looks down on this person. They think this person is nothing. This person is trash. This person is low down. That's their perception. And let me tell you, perception trumps reality. So make sure when you have, if you don't feel that your child, because a lot of times children don't want to believe, they don't want to listen to their parents because their parents have all the answers. And this also will come good too if you have like, if one of your siblings, which is their uncle, is close in age to them. Because I know I have a lot of cuties out here who, who your kids and your mama's kids is four or five, six years between them between your siblings and your kids. If they got an uncle they look up to, you'll be teaching them both. But it, sometimes the message comes off better if it comes, if it doesn't come out from your mouth as the mother, because if it feels like more like you preaching and you're trying to control my life. And when they're trying to establish their own independence, they don't want to listen to half of the stuff you tell them because uh, and it won't resonate to them 15, 20 years later. And a lot of times by then it's too late. So. Date multiple men. And make a wise decision. Not an emotional one. Not definitely not a physical one where you, you looking at your using your eyes. You know how many fine men out here that's jacked up, that's low down? Plenty. Because they got a plenty of women to prey on. So they don't have to be better if they don't want to. And when you're looking at that person, make sure it's someone that's got some similar goals, some similar interests. Not that he just cute. And even if he's smart, but y'all still need to have a commonality. If you're a real estate agent and he a builder, that's beautiful. 
If y'all both are teachers, that's beautiful. If he, you know what I'm saying? If he, you know what I'm saying? If, if, if pick people where y'all have things that are common interests that you all can come together and be power couples. If he worked in banking and you work in mortgages, y'all come together and and build a a a, a, a wealth a wealth building platform where y'all can monetize the knowledge that you have between each other. Pick a man with a career with goals and also to somebody who, if you are an entrepreneur and somebody is a worker bee, they, they need an employer. That's not necessarily a deal breaker. You let him work on or you let her work on. You y'all, you one of y'all ca y'all carry the family on the insurance, but you take that money that they making from working from nine to five. And flip it into more money than they made all year. They'll get on board. They'll ditch that old employer once they saw how you made their money. And be earnest. Don't be up in here taking people's money. Because I was looking at something the other day that says that Americans are swindled out of over $350 billion, a million dollars every year. Just from people on dating websites. Listen to me, y'all. I know y'all want love, but don't be giving folk y'all money. Love and money have talk. That's two different things. Unless you sell ass, and that's not love. But if you're looking for love, it needs. It shouldn't cost you twenty thousand dollars. And they saying these folks are slick. They be over there talking about, I need this, or my mama need a such and such a transmit plant, or none of that. And I hate to be cold-blooded, but if your mama need my $20,000 so that she can survive, you might as well go ahead on and tell mama bye, and um, tell me what funeral home so I can send a little evergreen plant over there and uh, say bye. Because I'm not giving no fool No $20,000 Over no internet Because he say his mammy's sick Or his pappy Or his kids Or his dog I don't care about any of that If it means my money And I don't mean no harm I can be over there and hold her hand At the hospital Mama, you know, thank you for this beautiful man. And I, you know, wish you the best. But I'm not giving away my hard-earned money. I don't even care if I got Oprah money. I am not finna be swindled out of, no, out of my money. Because people are lying when the truth will do. And it's a lot of these men that are preying on the shortage of men. And I'm going to tell you, black women, pay attention because we are the most unguarded, unprotected, but we're the most educated, the most building, wealth building, and all of these things. So you need to understand it's a lot of male predators out here. It's ones that's needing green cards. It's one that want to use your stuff as a dope front. It's stuff like that. I'm telling you, you need to pay attention. If the love is not genuine, transparent, and for free, it is not for you.
And I think I did one on that. Don't be sitting around here trying to wait on no black men to love you. I'm not saying that they're not capable, but I am saying that they're not abundant. And we talked about all of the different things that is in the way that is causing a shortage for us. Because they be like, well, uh, black women are the most unmarried demographic. 47% of black women will never be married. Well, that's by design. 25 over 25 30 what is over 50 some percent of may of black of car incarceration is black males i don't think it's that high it's probably like 30 some percent but that's a lot you're gonna take 30 some percent of the marrying population away then you deal, you factor in homosexuality, you factor in the fact that they work, they came into the prison system straight, they left out gay. So a lot of y'all up in there with men who have been to jail, who are suffering from sexual demons, and you're being abused and mistreated because you're with somebody who has sexual demons, because they don't like being this way because they went in straight now they left out this way you dealing with the under the ones that don't have no money you dealing with the ones that don't have any education you dealing with the ones that who have eco, in economic despair untreated mental illness the ones that will be economic burdens that's the ones with a whole bunch of kids and child support payments and about to go to jail or been in jail and uh, all of that. And So it's not your fault either when you hear those statistics. Sorry, y'all. When you hear those statistics of them talking about 47% of black women have never been married, the playing field is unfair. Just on mass incarceration and homosexuality alone decreases a black woman's chances greatly of begin of even being married. Then also don't leave out the mentality that a lot of these men are carrying around here that they do not even think that black women deserve to be married, that they are breeders. And black women, a lot of that perception is you. Because your sons have never seen what a marriage even looked like. Because so many of you all are letting men knock you up. Pregnancy is a choice now. This ain't 1822. This ain't 1922. This is 2022. Babies are not mandatory. They are a choice. If you love kids, fine, I get it. But please understand what you're doing to them when you bring them in single parent situations. And I'm talking about the ones of y'all that's bringing them out into, into single parenthood out the gate. Not the ones where you got married, it didn't work, you ended up getting a divorce. Yes, does that impact the children? Yes. And that's where y'all have to have maturity and co-parent. Let them children feel know that it's not their fault. 
don't because it's kids that feel like you ran their father off because of the simple fact you trying to not tell them that your father was a cheater he gave up he got somebody pregnant stds and all that nonsense because you don't want your child to hate their father well their father need to not want their child to hate them so you need to make the better decisions too but that's why it's important to know who you laying down with what is his character And a lot of times because we put the sex before the character, we end up with some nonsense. And we end up bringing babies into situations that are unfavorable. So it's very important that you are mindful of what's going on. So when somebody is spewing these statistics you understand why it's happening not just that it's just happening and the only part I say that black women need to take take ownership of is, is a lot of this is y'all having babies and laid up with somebody because you didn't know them that couldn't even buy a happy meal who couldn't even buy a bag of chips that was broke, that was needing your money. If he need to use your car to get anywhere, or he got to move into your house, that's the last person you're supposed to give a baby. I don't care if you have to put a condom on and pull that thing up to his eyelids. Two or three of them. Put it on there so tight that it cut the circulation off his thing. No, I'm just kidding, y'all. I'm just playing. But don't be getting no babies. Not by nobody who can't afford to take care of themselves. And that's why people are, well, you a gold digger? No, I'm not a gold digger. But I do want a man who is self-reliant and able to take care of himself. And that means, and when I'm saying that, not that you at your mama house or you at your sister house. You splitting the bills and this, this, this. Because let me tell you something, a bill splitter think that when he come over there with you, he got to keep splitting bills. I want to see if you can stand on your own two feet, sir. How do you hold up during times of adversity? That's what's important to me. That's why I ask, you know, I'm like, we, do you have a career? And I get ladies, you know, but I love him. That's, I mean, it sounds so stupid, but I don't want to call nobody stupid. I know that a lot of times we feel like we can't control love. And you may, you, it, let me explain something to you. I just was telling y'all about somebody that I, I really love him. But I love me the most. So when I had to, when I had to accept the fact that I love me the most, that means it put me in first lean position. Then he's next. So he can't get away with no nonsense because I love me more than the nonsense. I won't be intimate with him because I don't want to have, I don't want to confuse my emotions. Thinking that just because he gave me a part of him. See, he, he's at a point where his dick does not have any value to him. So giving me his dick means nothing. 
He don't he don't have no value on it. So he'll get that to me before I can get food, water, clothing, and shelter. It means nothing. Because he's not a, at a point in his life where he values himself. And unfortunately, erectile dysfunction has to hit too many men before they even realize that it's more to this world than they stupid ass dick. So choose wisely, my loves. And I get it's a bunch of lie, landmines. Pat Benefar said it the best. Love is a battlefield. Don't step on no landmines and let nobody blow up your whole emotional well-being, spiritual, financial well-being. Because I'm telling y'all, I need y'all. Ladies, please stop buying men. Please. Please stop reaching in your purse. I get that you got Oprah money. I get it. You know, because I want all my girls to be wealthy. I do. But understand that it's not going to work. If a man don't want you, it don't matter how much money you get him. They will literally take you for everything you got and go and marry somebody else. Go and be with somebody else. Use you up and go be with somebody else. Then you cry like you're a victim. But if you think about it, you you didn't do your homework. You didn't know who you were sleeping with. Or you didn't you didn't require nobody to value you or to see your value or see your worth. You didn't even take the time to even exemplify your value or your worth. And your value is not attached to your money. Because that's what a lot of men are getting offended when women be like, I got my own house, I got my own car, I got my own blah, 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 blah. And I mean, that's good that you have assets. But men are not moved by that. Because a lot of times, you'll be like, why he picked that? She broke and she blah, blah, blah. They like a woman who has nothing because they can control that better. Stedman can't control Oprah. He sit over there and make his millions of dollars a year. And if you notice, Stedman be over there. He be so quiet. You can hear a rat piss on cotton. He over there making money moves. He ain't studying what y'all think. He don't care about none of that because if Oprah don't deal with him, don't speak to him again tomorrow, he ain't going to miss a meal because cause he done stacked up his money. Y'all better get y'all a statement. He got to be like that. You know, you don't see her over there flashy. She ain't trying to put on for the city. She ain't out there trying to be on the ground worrying about what y'all think about her and Stedman. She don't... He, they, they be over there quiet. You don't really know what's going on. We don't even know if Stedman even, even, even with us. He just be so quiet. But he be over there making money moves. And he ain't worried about none of y'all.
plain and simple. And that's all I'm saying. Pick somebody who you can um, deal with. And so, you know, they sitting over there, they saying that, they're saying that he's an estimated worth about $10 million. And I think it's more than that. But, but you know, you know, we got folk looking at people money. Statement, 70, 71 years old. Yeah, he'll be 71 years old in a few days. But $10 million, let me tell you something. He can buy him a whole lot of plates with $10 million. Is Oprah worth more money than him? Yes. Let me tell you something. It's a difference between a disproportion and well, with her being a billionaire, him being a millionaire. If she say, I don't want to speak to you ever again, he can take care, good care of himself with $10 million. He can leverage $10 million and make it look like $100 million. But if somebody who make $30,000, when Uncle Sam come get 40 of 30000 that's 12000 gone. That leaves, that leaves uh, $18,000 a year to live on. You can't leverage $18,000. But you can leverage $10 million all day. If, he, if she say, I don't want to speak to you again, that man will be fine. But some of y'all, if somebody using your car, having to stay in your house, eating your food, over there, uh, drinking up your children juicy juices and snack cakes and stuff. That's somebody, if you leave, they will be homeless under the bridge. That's what she's talking about when she said, don't date nobody that's outside your tax bracket. That's all I'm saying, my loves. Pick a man, not a boyfriend. And especially when you, if you under 25, a boyfriend is fine. But if you got kids, it's time to grow up. You need a man in your life. Somebody who is clear on the principles of manhood. Not somebody you got to tell the trash, take out the trash. Not somebody to take with, they got to go and put gas in your car. Not somebody who want to make sure your car clean. If he's not a man who washing cars, but he got good enough sense to call the car wash man, uh, babe, can, if y'all don't live together, bring your car over here. I'm, I'm having a car wash man come over here. Wash up your car. Are you okay? Is it anything you need? Take you to dinner sometimes. Take you on a date sometimes. Without you having to ask. See, when you having to tell somebody everything to do, now you got a child. You don't have no man. And understand, a boyfriend. The Let me tell you something. Boy and friend, neither one of those words uh, support the word commitment. 
Because boys don't know how to commit and friends don't have to. That's all I got to say, y'all. I'm going to say bye for real, for real this time. I know I play too much. But um, that had just came up on me. So I had to go ahead on it. Give y'all a little bit extra splash of sugar. You know what I'm saying? We done made a little sweet tea up in here today. I had to put a little lemon in it. You know, a little lemon in the sweet tea. I had already put a little piece of sugar in there. You know, I done put a little lemon with a little splash of peach uh, in there. So you can have a good peach tea that's uh, nice and flavorful and fragrant. Y'all know I'm a mess. I hope you all have a lovely week again. And I'm going to say bye. For real, for real this time. Bye. Hey, cuties. I hope you had lots of fun hanging out with us today. Please like, share, and subscribe so you get notified when new episodes drop. Or follow the Cute Girls Club on Instagram and TikTok. Until next time, stay cute in these streets. Thanks for listening.